0: Welcome, Trident podcast number nine. Uh, Today we are meeting Mikey and we're going to speak a little bit about our T1 project that's running through lockdown. Um, We are in a different room. If it sounds a little bit odd, Uh, me, Mikey and Rocco are socially distancing. Well, Rocco isn't. Socially distancing in the hub um, just to get this out for you. Um, There will be no politics because Chris isn't here. Uh, which is wonderful news. So, yeah, so without further ado, I'll introduce Mikey. Mikey's new to Trident. Um, he's been a personal trainer, freelance, working out with here for a while now. Um, but he's actually been taken on now
1: as our new programme manager. So welcome, Mikey. Thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's good to get onto the podcast finally uh, and speak about T1. Um, but yeah, like you say, I've been in Trident now uh, for over a year um, and, yeah, developed into uh, coaching, personal training on the on the gym floor, running the class uh, and now, you know, stepping up to T1 and, and, and bringing in the programme manager role. So I'm excited, excited to be here and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to developing further with Trident. Oh good, I mean you were here actually before we were, weren't you? Yeah, so um, the under the old name, uh, and then yeah, you guys came on, brought the gym along. It's been great to see uh, the progress that the gym has made, uh, and and how it's developed as well. So it's it's good to be around. I'm I'm really enjoying the environment, and and liking how things are looking and going. And you really—I mean—one
0: of the things that really shone out to us um, as gym owners when you when you came along, um, or when we saw you working, was the group training element. And is it right that you look after a
1: swimming team? Yeah. Um, so the group training was was something that initially was wasn't something I thought I'd be really into. To be honest with you, when I first got into the industry, I was coming from a bodybuilding background. Um, very much working uh, on my own or in, in maybe a partner but never a group so when I had opportunities to you know do class training group coaching and things like that I, I always wondered what it would look like for me and how I would adapt to it um, but since having the opportunities at Trident um, I've loved every minute of it and then yeah like you say a swimming group uh, that kind of came about in the first lockdown which then developed into um, programming for them as the pools were shut. So then we could have some outdoor group training when restrictions were lifted and and we could actually have a little bit more freedom there. Uh, So, yeah, you know, programming on a larger scale, but also I'm loving the group training as well on on small groups, getting like-minded people together.
0: So just to give them a little bit of a plug, which swimming team is it? Because I think... um, it's brilliant to be fair. As a gym without that kind of um, a demographic, we don't have a pool. Um, we're very much um, kind of a performance centre, uh, for want of a better description. Um, how did
1: that come about? Which team is it? It's Bradford Swimming Club, um, and it came about through uh, one of my clients, uh, Sarah. She's the coach. Uh and yeah, the first lockdown came along and she was kind of reaching out for uh, some structure and guidance for the swimmers to keep them fit, to keep them active, to keep them engaged and then, you know, making sure they had that physical and mental well being um, you know, seen so during the time and from there it's developed. Um and it's been great to have them here at Trident as well and and I'm so glad that we've been able to accommodate them, uh, as well as as well as the other group training that we do here as well, so it's a good setup. Like you say, it's we don't have a pool, but we don't need that type of stuff anyway to get you know the the, the people in and to get to give people what they want. Um, and I, I think group training uh, and and club programming is a great one to get people together as well. I think one thing I once did um, at my old facility, I used to work with a
0: a football team and. It was, a, it was a kids football team and one thing that I do admire about your coaching is the fact that your patience isn't my strongest point point. Um, and what I found is uh, trying to coach a football team, especially a kids football team, all they want to do is kick a ball um, and in that sort of respect um, the only probably good thing is I've got zero interest and zero talent in football whatsoever, like I don't understand the game. I don't get it I don't get why people are so passionate about it but they are and and that made it really easy for me to detach myself from it Um, and that's what I like about watching you coach the swimmers is the fact that it's completely different for a lot of them it's completely outside of their comfort zone and it's it's a completely well it is it's completely different environment and you do such a good job of it Um, and that that was and that was one of the reasons why we really wanted to get you on board especially when with things like the end of last year and this year with lockdown is why we wanted to create kind of like an online community but bring that same kind of group energy and that same sort of dynamic because we're all uncomfortable, we're all stuck at home. Uh, We come to work to do little projects like this when we can. Um, But it's really difficult and how do you feel that it's going? I mean, we're about, what, three weeks three weeks into T1, yeah. there was a lot of work beforehand, but how are you feeling it's
1: going? What do you feel about the T1 programme in general? Well, just to knit back over where you said around the football team and, and being detached from that um, and, and, and what kind of elements go into the the group coaching for me, um, I started off um, in football, uh, so a lot of team uh Team exercise is a team sport, I started off in it very young and, uh, and, and stayed in it for a number of years, so I think for me when it comes to training in a group anyway, I like that and I didn't realise how much I actually enjoyed it until I was given the opportunities, um, so then to be involved with the club, the swimming club, um, it was great to have that feel again of community um, and, and, and just enjoying you know, exercise for different reasons you know it's it's not just that strict feel it's it's getting people together um uh, and and just enjoying that there and you becoming part of that team as well yeah, yeah definitely um it was great to to take on the strength and conditioning coaching role um for that for that club um and then and go from there you know it's developed and it's been great and lockdown has has been um you know had that silver lining for me and that was great to do that um, I also do that with um, another coach as well, Jay. Um, so you know, having Jay with me as well with that club is has been great, and it's developed from there. Uh, in terms of um, T one, I think for me, it's bringing that feel into it. You know, that bringing, bringing the uh, the feel of energy. Um, we want to try and replicate what we would do. You know, away from online. And bring it online. Bring bring that community together. Uh, so three weeks in, three weeks into T one, I think that the community is coming together, uh, and we can really, you know, show that um, with the conversations we have within within the group and and within the live coaching calls, uh, and the live workouts we do as well. So, you know, I think we've come uh, a long way in in the three weeks, and it's only going to get better.
0: Yeah, I mean the the kind of the when we talk about community uh, the fact that we even just after three weeks we can kind of sit back and just let the people in the group kind of bring each other along Um, and that's something I'm really enjoying because I'll be honest I didn't really expect that by three weeks I thought it was something I'd be having to invest a load of time on making sure there were really consistent posts and the content that we've put in I am really happy with um, and like you say, I can't wait to, to build on that and to, to improve that content. Um, but the one thing, the most important factor, I think, in the T1 project um, and the T1 pro- programme sorry, is it's more about the emphasis that we put on goal setting and that initial assessment week and um, the fact that motivation for me is really, really fickle. And that's why I really like the fact that you picked, rather than the word motivation, you picked the word energy. Um, And one thing I always try and tap into when I'm working with people that are setting goals is their values and their passion. Because one thing I know is if you value something, it kind of pulls you along. You're kind of pulled in that direction. Whereas what I see motivation as is I see motivation as something that's pushing you. You know, like you're constantly needing a push, constantly needing a push. Whereas, if something is just pulling you along gradually, yeah, it might be slower than that initial push, but it's actually better, and you actually see more consistent results if you if you kind of go in towards your values. And I mean, is there anything? I mean, I mean, I mentioned this to you the other day. Like, I've been in the fitness industry now for a long, long time. Um, and you've been in quite a short time. Is there anything that you've picked up from the team, just being involved in the T1 programme that's actually made you rethink a little bit about your own
1: coaching or your own training? 100%. Um, and and just going over where you said the, uh, the whole motivation and being pushed along there, um, it just doubles down on what we believe in so yes the motivations you know it's only short term it's quite fickle and 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 it won't always be there it will come and go Um, a little bit like if you think about you know a ship uh, a ship with sails you know that wind will come and go and and when the motivation's there that's almost like the wind in your sails you've got to ride with it and it'll give you uh, you know that extra bit of edge onto the goals that you want to work towards but it's really down to uh, what you value, and the dedication you put into it. You know, at the end of the day, motivation will come and go. But if you have that value, then you know you will still be able to get your paddle out and paddle, and not just wait for the wind. You will have to do a little bit more. Um, and in terms of what I've learned so far, it's yeah, it's 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 great because, like you say, you've been in the industry um, uh, a long time, and to be around your experience uh, is, is just even better for me I've been in short short amount of time compared to yourself and and being in a community, another community of like minded people, you really do pick up on on what drives different people's, you know, goals and there's also the, the, the ones that speak up a little bit more. We'll put our content in and then we look for uh, you know who's who's ready to, to make this engagement. Um, and we'll see the members in there uh, the standout members that will continue to put in because that their, their dedication and their values shines through and that's, that's what's all about being a like-minded community you know you can come into a community with people like that and coaches like ourselves and even when your motivation is not there you will still be pulled along yeah and it, and it is that and
0: one thing that it, it is quite and to be fair the first intake has been it has been really varied and one thing that I do find quite exciting is we've got people in there that are quite vocal that are quite in and then we've got other people that kind of sit in the background one of the guy, one of the guys was very open and honest about you know he doesn't like we've we've opened the community up on Facebook initially um it may be moving but we Facebook's easy everyone knows how to use it um, but he's not very active on Facebook in general he doesn't like having the apps and everything like that which is fair enough but That's in its own way quite exciting as well because I really look forward to when we do the live coaching call seeing how far he's come even without necessarily being massively active. Um, And it's funny you mention about um, like that wind in your sails. I really like that analogy because (laughs) one of the guys in there feels like he's got it in his head that I'm bullying him a little bit because I'm being a little bit aggressive with his coaching. Um, And the main reason for that is He's in that period of time now where he's quite time-rich um, and he's, he's very, very motivated. So what I'm doing is I've kind of doubled down on him. I've set him some quite sort of strict kind of... Challenging. Quite, yeah, quite of a challenging challenge. sort of um, quotas to hit. Um, and the main reason I've done that is... Um, I hope you're listening, John. But the main reason I've done that is because... his life circumstances are going to change because I know full well that he's starting a new uh, position a new job role and which then means I'm gonna have to dial some of that training back and I think that's really good because again that's something that comes from working with yourself working with clients over the years where you have to be able to ride these ups and downs with clients sort of like personal lives and One thing that I'm really proud of about how we've created T1 is they create their own programme to a certain degree. Like Everything's governed around their standards, their goals. They tell us what they want in regards to goals and all we do then is we just kind of hold them accountable. Um, And that's brilliant because I think it's too easy in this industry for people to be like, this is how you get from A to B. Do it this way. Uh, this no way Yeah, this is this is it. It's got to be done like this. There's no other way around it. Follow this meal plan that's cookie cutter that everyone gets. You know, and that's it. And that, and obviously, I mean, if if anyone does listen to these or follow my social media, they know that that's one of my big bugbears when people get a uh, cookie cutter meal plan, which personal trainers aren't allowed to give anyway. Then they get a supplement list that's hundreds of pounds worth of supplements, um, and it's all do this, do this, do this, but there's never any sort of education or why or uh, motivational sort of interviewing. There's never any sort of... No one's asking the the questions that need to be asked to these clients to, to really kind of open these doors, and that's one thing, like I say, about this first intake. We've got people that you know, understand about nutrition tracking. We've got people that don't want a nutrition track. We've got people that have got a lot of time and a lot of equipment to be able to train. We've got people that aren't really that into exercise or they're just physically, because of their, you know, family circumstances and stuff, just find it really, really hard to fit in. Um, but I'm super confident that, that everyone's going to achieve something in the group. Um, I mean, what are the standout things
1: you've noticed? So what I really like about how we've done this with T1 uh, and the approach we've taken is it is no one size fits all um, and you know we have to be realistic like you say John there he's got uh, a little bit more time on his hands uh, but we know that at a certain point he's going to have a new role to to take up more regularly, he's going to have that job coming in and that's what happens to normal everyday people you know these things do happen Um, and that's what I really really like about it because we have been able to um, you know adapt and work with you know our members that we have on the programme Um, and that's what makes it sustainable long term Um, also like you say it's no one size fits all this is not a winning formula Um, you know if if we had all the answers you know it would be everyone would be doing it kind of thing um and there is you know if it was that easy you know everyone would be would be achieving the results left right and center but we have to be able to adapt to the people we have and and accommodate them and i think that's my standout one to be honest with you we have been able to do that um and we've got a different we've got a range of different people in there so it just goes to show that no matter what your beliefs what your background you know how long you've been doing the training for how long you think you've you've been doing this right or what you know what else you don't know we've been able to you know work with what people know bring out bring out some of the the best in them and you can see that in the group you know people are you know just just coming coming out in you know into light now and after the first few weeks they've really taken that that next step forward and it's great to see as a coach because that that shows that people are taking on what you're saying and uh, and taking on board the different the different ways of working, like I say, there's no one one size fits all. Yeah, it's good, and I mean, even some of the challenges, like it's it's all about being,
0: well, or trying to make people more comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that, I'll be honest, I've never really done with clients. You do it all the time, but I've never really done with clients is push for things like uh, progress photos, and things like that. And that was one thing that we we did decide to put in this programme, but I completely get it, you know, and I, and I get it how, you know, and I've had people saying like, oh, well, why do we have to do them so regular? And I'm like, because it's getting into the habit of doing it because then it becomes it becomes just something you do rather than it being this big emotional turmoil of doing it. Um, and the same thing with our check-ins, we've actually asked for them rather than just to, to post like a check-in, like a written check-in, We've actually asked for an e- uh, for a for a video or a voice note. Now, I'll be honest. The first week we only got one video back, <laughs> um, and that was quite a reluctant video. But I I know for sure that we will get yeah. more videos as time goes on because people are building in confidence, um,
1: and that's just going to be really 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 big. And the confidence thing is really really important. That's it. It's been you know getting used to being uncomfortable. Um, I think at the same time as. as as us wanting to bring people out of their their comfort zone um you know the members have to have to also understand that to be um that next step ahead or to see that progress or or to take that next step in the right direction um you have to be uncomfortable at certain points because nothing really grows in a comfort zone you know i'm sure you've seen all the the motivational quotes on the internet you know step out of your comfort zone because nothing ever grows there um, and it's it's the same thing here you know people will people will want to be comfortable uh, and we totally get that but as coaches we know that if we can get that extra level of uh, of progress out of you then it will have an, an element of, of being uncomfortable uh, to a degree you know uh, and touching on the progress pictures, uh, one of my uh, one-to-one clients, um, she maintained weight the entire twelve-week program that I worked with her. You know, there's a little bit of uh, fluctuation there, but actually looking, actually looking at the pictures, um, there was massive change. Um, and again, the uh, the one-to-one client, she she'd maintained this full time and. She actually said at the end of the twelve week program, she went, "Oh, flipping heck! You know, I've I've seen this change in my pictures, and this is I understand why it's so important now." Um, during the program, she was a little bit frustrated with the scales, which is which is understandable. But looking at the pictures just goes to show that if we can measure uh, a few more parts, then we can definitely start to uh, control uh, more areas, and and we can feel we can feel better about what we've actually done. You know, it's not just focusing on one measuring point.
0: Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of um, kind of being too fixated on the scales. It's something I use quite a lot in the assessment phase. Um, And again, what I tend to do is I try and overkill a little bit with some clients. Some clients I don't, but with some I try and overkill and get them to look at like an average weight rather than just um, kind of like a one-off weight because unfortunately if you just weigh yourself... Once a week, once a fortnight, once a, once a month, it's kind of you're you're kind of waiting on a bit of a fluke that you that your weight could have gone down, whereas what I like to look at is from a perspective of like education where you can actually say well, you weigh yourself every day, take an average at the end of the week, but if somebody sees a big fluctuation over a couple of days, it's quite easy to. Give them the information onto why that's actually happened. Like if somebody puts a kilo on, if they weigh a kilo difference, it's not it's quite easy to put the mind at rest and say, Well, look, have you actually overeaten by 7,700 calories? Yeah. No. You know, and I know that's only a theoretical number, but it's it it's it's still there, it's still it's still a data point, and that's that's one thing, and with a lot of them. With a lot of people in the T one, I know we'll get to a point where we're seeing such great results in terms of the photos. We're seeing great results in terms of just how they are, confidence, just how they are in themselves. That a lot of these, well, a lot of these data points won't be fixated on because everyone will just be trusting the process. Oh well, if I do this, this, and this, this is the outcome. This is what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, I just think um, I'm really tough with it. I think it's brilliant. I think we've put a lot of good stuff in, and the best thing about it, this is the first. This is our first go, mm-hmm. so it is only going to get better. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I have noticed, um, and this is a little bit, this is a little bit kind of sad, and I'm a bit gutted about this. But there's a lot of people that have shown a bit of an interest, but everyone's in this little bit of a mindset of. Oh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait till everything opens up again. I'll wait until gyms reopen, and then I'll do
1: this. Why? I think I think personally, it's it's going back to that comfort zone again. As we mentioned there, we want to bring people out of the comfort zone. You know, get them ready to adapt and change because that will be the next level of progress that they'll see. Uh, I think there's a lot of comfort zoning going on. Understandable. You know, we understand. We get it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, six months down the line. Or let's say three months down the line, twelve weeks, ninety days down the line, we'll be thinking, well, actually, um, nothing's changed. I don't feel any better about myself. You know, the weight hasn't changed. Uh, my habits are still rubbish, and that's all because I was comfortable. And before you know it, it's spring. Before you know it, it's summer, and I'm glad that the guys we have in the program right now won't be having that mindset because they know that we are. You know, working through this time, um, time doesn't stop, and you know we're all trusting the process. You know we've just started this program. We are trusting the process. We are, you know, doing what's necessary during this time, uh, and so are the members on T one and they'll see the results that, that they need and that they want. Uh, and I think the same applies to us as coaches as well. Um, you know, it's easy for us to be comfortable, and we haven't been and i think the results will definitely pay off for that.
0: Yeah, i mean i've i've been a
1: fair bit uncomfortable with this program because yeah. it's been a lot
0: of written content. Um and i'll be honest i'm i'm way more comfortable speaking. Um i mean i don't like listening to myself back but um i love that physical interaction with i've always been a face-to-face coach. Yeah.
1: Um
0: i love answering questions, i love being able to just you know, have the answer there. That's one of my kind of superpowers, I think. But um, having to actually sit at a computer and get get some content down in in written word, um, it's been really really difficult. Like we've got something like, is a sixteen page members pack, um, and for anyone that's quite fluent with a keyboard, for anyone that's quite computer literate, it would have probably taken them an hour or two to put it together. And I think it must have taken me about 35 hours <laughs> just constantly trying to tweak it and not happy with this margin, not happy yeah. with that wording, not, not happy with where that punctuation was. Um, and I've really struggled that side of it. Um, but just touching on that kind of comfort zone that people are in during lockdown, I kind of disagree a little bit because I don't think people are comfortable. I think people are wallowing I think people are wallowing a little bit. I think people are, you know, like I'm gutted. There's no one more gutted than me when I'm when I'm around. When I just see gym equipment not being used, yeah. when I see brilliant coaches not being utilised, but um, I don't see the benefit of just sitting down and waiting. Yeah. Like if we if we'd have just like the T one program. Initially, fundamentally, it was meant to be an in-gym programme. It was meant to be a hybrid of being on the gym floor, doing the group training, being around the coaches, and having the accountability of being online. So it was kind of like that thing of being, you know, 24-7, big brother programme, kind of watching people every step of the way. Yeah, yeah. We had to evolve it. We could have quite easily just said, oh, well, sack that then, sack that. Sorry, Mikey, we're not taking you on because we've been shut down. But we didn't. We thought, well, hang on a minute, let's take the whole programme online. We still had people interested in in getting onto the programme. So let's just take the whole programme online. And this is what worries me, that there's people out there that rightly so are gutted that they can't get in the gym. But there's so much that they could utilise at home. There's so much that they could... Build in regards confidence you know things like um cooking like the skill of cooking the skill of understanding food the skill of building a plate the skill of uh mobility the skill of um you know get even getting comfortable like recording themselves training so they can even look at how they're moving look at how they're you know limiting their own progress um and i just find it I find it really, really upsetting because these people like they could be doing so much from home. And don't get me wrong, we've got lots of members that are making use of um, our yoga online classes, that are making use of um, our dance fit classes that Gemma's putting on. Um, there's loads of people using our Clubwise app for their exercises, but again, it's just I don't like to see, like to know that people are just kind of.
1: Sat wallowing, yeah, thinking that the can't train well, going back to what you said there, you know we we designed this to be you know on the gym floor as well as online, and you know people yeah we we you know we gutted, we can't use a gym, and I got into this industry to be a one to one p t to be a one to one coach, um as you did and and yet yeah, these times aren't aren't great. Um, but we've learned to adapt and you know we have taken the programme online and and I think I'm using this time now and I think this is what we're all kind of looking at it, is we're going to be ready for when that time comes. We're going to be ready for when our uh, T1 programme is, is on the, the wavelength of what we want it to be and we're ready when the gym opens is what I'm saying. Um, we could be wallowing. We could be, you know, maybe not doing... Uh, what we, what we set out to do, um, we could be, you know, just kind of sitting and, and waiting for the right time, when there isn't really a right time, um, and that's the main message here again from me, where there isn't a right time to, to make the the next step forward, um, and when the gyms do reopen, we know that T one will be ready to then adapt and level up to what we originally set it out to be at. Um, again, looking at the online kind of, kind of feel to it. I know online isn't for everyone, and people are rightly, you know, annoyed that they can't use the gym and frustrated that they can't use the gym. Uh, but again, you know, it's our second best option right now, so we have to take it. Uh, and getting people ready to master those skills, of what they can do at home, like you mentioned there, the cooking. Um, and also the routines and the habits that's also been something that we've been doubling down on because you don't need the gym to be on top of your habits and your routines um, it is It is almost like you know um, a benefit something that we know we can utilise as coaches we can utilise that group training we can utilise that one to one and all the equipment and the coaches but at the same time that doesn't mean coaching has to stop so again at home we like to double down on exactly what we can achieve um, and, and remembering that there isn't a right time to to make that next best step forward um, so yeah that's that's really the the key message from me here if we were to start looking at you know three three months down the line t1 being uh, a 90 day 12 week, set up you know where could you be you know a question to the listeners right now who could be you know maybe thinking when's the right time well let's think what what where could you be in 12 you know in 12 weeks where could you be what could you have achieved um and what what needs to have changed to get to your goal you know we've said this before haven't we where when we speak to someone about goal setting what needs to change you know in 12 weeks Have you changed anything? Or have you been sat wallowing, like you're saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, my coach always says to me, like, um, if we were to sit down for coffee in 90 days' time, what has to be different for you to be happy with your progress? And that's a a brilliant question. Um, And to be fair, that's what we're going to wrap up on. We're going to wrap up on that question. And what I want you to do is, um, if this resonates with you at all, um, if you feel like you want... A little bit more information about the T One program. If you want any more information about what we do in general, um, just drop us a message, drop us an email, and then
1: um, Rocco, what's the matter? Do you want? Are you wanting to join in? Rocco is just literally reiterating what we're saying. Yeah, I think he's shouting out the same thing. Um, it's been good. It's been good. All call. It's been good. All call. And then
0: we had a, we had a delivery. And he's gone nuts. But yeah, so if you are if you are interested, um if you if you want to jump on board, we are we have got other intakes kind of coming up for the T1. Um so yeah, give us a shout, drop an email over to support at tridentleads.com. and hit us up on social media, uh, share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from a little bit of guidance, a little bit of coaching, a little bit of accountability, because to be honest. Everyone knows what they should be doing. Everyone knows what they should be changing. It's just no one's really holding them accountable for it. So, yeah, peace out, everyone. Bye, Mikey. Thank you. See you later.